What's up, soul family? We are just in time for today's full moon in Virgo. So uh, I decided I'll do a spread for each sign and we will start with Virgo to see what energies that we need to pay attention to. Now, what we'll do is a different spread. We're going to do a four card spread and an overall energy from the bottom of the deck. And card number one is going to help us see how we can seek out the greatest vision of ourselves. Number two will be what in our lives that could possibly be blocking our intentions of the version of ourselves, the best version of ourselves. Number three will be about the energies and the behaviors that we are needing to purge for this full moon in Virgo. And number four would be what possible pathways will unfold once we open up to the energy flow between ourselves and that vision. All right. So give me a moment. I'm going to go ahead and shuffle. I think for Virgos, I'm going to use the <clears throat> Oracles of Mermaid deck. So stay tuned. Alrighty, Virgo. So I have pulled your first four cards and we will start with the card at the bottom of the deck, which is our visions cards and visions cards. It's all the vision cards all about um, clairvoyance or on a 3D level, the dreams, right? The dreams that we have while we're sleeping or we are tapping into higher dimensions of put our potential future. And if it's not night dreams this could be simply daydreaming about what it is that your soul is desiring and actually seeing yourselves walking in that light right so that is the visions behind well that is the the meaning of the visions card as it relates to you virgos a lot of you virgos are wanting something and actually seeing yourself uh, obtaining that whether that's a relationship whether that's a future job or uh, or business endeavor you're seeing yourself walking in those shoes and no and and what this card comes to remind you is that if you can see it then so you can achieve it that's the idea behind the visions card. And the card we have after that is the return of Aphrodite. And this is all about uh, the birth of the goddess. Um, it's all about guidance and trusting your sacral self, who you are on a soul level. And many of you guys are tapping into who you are with grace and with beauty. This card usually comes to remind you to believe in the power of your own gracefulness and your own natural power and your own alluring and sexual appeal. This is a time for many of you Virgos to be free, be free in wishing the experience of love again for some of you guys uh, to be free. Free in knowing that you will be fulfilled on a soul level very soon. But there's some things that you're going to have to do in the now to prepare for that. That's the energy that I'm getting from the return of the Aphrodite. Now, the card that is in the number two section, which the second card is all about what in your life that could possibly be blocking your intentions 
of the best version of yourself, right? And the card you have is vulnerability. So many of many of you are choosing to avoid pain and anything that could potentially bring about emotional distress, right? You're just blocking that out. That's just not where you are energetically and you're you're not allowing yourself to submit to that energy source. Many of you are scared of being taken advantage of right now. But the thing is, with this card, the most important reminder here is that deep, intimate connections can only be created by deeply understanding who you are. So that's going to require a level of self-love. And that's what the after return of the Aphrodite car embodies too, as far as uh, birthing the goddess within. It's knowing who you are, knowing what you will allow and what you will not allow in your energetic space so, so, that, you're, so that you are attracting who or like-mindedness and other people, places, and things. So that's the energy that I'm getting from the... Uh, vulnerability card and see the power of vulnerability is that you are able to break through into your idea of what freedom is it it allows you to embody the pure essence of self-love and ultimately attracting others with an open heart so that's what the universe is pulling on you right now this is what you can tap in currently uh, you can tap into currently so that you are uh, walking towards the potential highest version of yourself. I like that. Okay. And so that leads us into our third card. And I'm sorry, let me, before I move forward, put this on do not disturb so that we don't get all of those sounds, even though I do look at those sounds for confirmation sometimes, but not everybody likes that. So let me go ahead and put this on not disturb. Cool. All right. We in business. And uh, so let, like I said, let's take us to our third card. And third card is all about the energies and the behaviors that are needing to be purged in this full moon. And what you guys have is the sacrifice card. Now, the sacrifice card is all about knowing in order for for you to gain new knowledge and understanding, it's going to require you to give up something that could be potentially blocking what's trying to come in. That's the essence of sacrifice. So what I'm getting from this card is that a lot of you guys are needing to take a moment so that you can filter out who and what may be exhausting your energy sources at this time. You know, like the people, places, and things that may be leeching off of your current energetic state. What are those things? Who are those people? It's time to release those, to, per to purge those old ideologies so that the new can come in. There's a sense of some of you guys dealing with entities that may be manipulating you to their benefit. Now that might not that might not apply for everybody, but some of you guys are dealing with that, and it's like you're feeling it on an energetic level, and you're getting the visions of such. And the universe wants you to embrace 
what's being shown to you so that you can make the proper sacrifices in the now and bring in the new that is trying to come in currently. Some of you are making sacrifices that are actually going against your traditional beliefs. And this may be in order for you to please others or to please a situation. And usually when that happens, it's time to ask yourself, why are you making this sacrifice? Are you looking for something in return? Or are you doing this out of the pureness of who you are being or standing in the power and the embodiment and the and the gracefulness of the Aphrodite? Are you doing it from that level or are you serving people's egos, massaging people's egos so that things can coast along in a certain way? That's for some of you guys. Then there are others of you who are needing to make sacrifices to things that are no longer in representation of who you are today. You know, those attachments that you already know don't serve who you are or your highest potential. That's the energy that I'm getting from the sacrifice card. Now, the number four card is all about the potential or possible pathways that will unfold once you open up the energy flow between yourself and those those visions. Now, remember, when we get to these outcome cards, at the end of the day, you have the willpower. Nothing that I say in a reading is set in stone. This is only highlighting the energies that are in your energetic space that need your attention so that you can, you can make the decision on which path to take and which path will ultimately fulfill you on a soul level. All right. So for you guys, you got the receptivity card and it's the number three card and ching ching. What does number three mean? Abundance. So for many of you guys, abundance is this newness that is trying to come in right now. And what you're being asked to do right now is to allow yourself to receive as well as give. Right. Um, All things that make you happy. The things that are more satisfying, the things that will bring you contentment, the things that bring along a sense of security and being fulfilled are the things that are trying to come into your experience at this given time. And the only thing that you're going to have to do right now is to tap in to that vulnerable space of allowing your open heart and the gracefulness of the goddess that is within to soar. And that is going to unleash the abundance that is trying to come into your experience at this time. This abundance can be money. This abundance can be love. It could be a gift. It could be some type of service. Something that's going to help you. Something that you are needing. Something that you have been looking forward to. It's here. The universe wants you to feel safe in accepting this abundance that's coming your way. And accept it with an open heart. You ultimately deserve this, guys. You are free to receive in this given time for there will be no strings attached to this gift that is trying to come in currently. And I believe the visions that you have been having have been confirmation to this ideology of what receptivity is for you.
accept it. And then once you gain the knowledge that is coming from this gift at this giving time, find yourself in a space to where you can then send the ladder back down or be of service to someone else. That's the energy I'm getting for you guys. So Virgos, I hope you enjoyed and um, we're going to move on to the Libras. What's up, Libra? So we are using the Natives Heart Tarot. I'm going to pull the four cards off of the top. And we're going to end with, uh, start with the bottom card for the overall energy to the reading. So the bottom card is Soul Star Chakra. Um, so many of you guys are aware that you are consciously creating greatness. And Whatever that may be for you is finally reaching a peak. However, when you get this card, you're usually being asked to step behind, step beyond whatever current limitations you may feel you're experiencing at this at this time. Okay, so during this full moon cycle, you're going to be urged to open your soul to transcend any old beliefs. Or habits and patterns that are no longer serving you. So that you can walk into what's next for you in this journey. Okay? That's the energy I'm getting from the bottom card, Soul Star Chakra. Alright, so moving on to the first card. The first card was the Spirit of Bear. So many of you are being asked to retreat from something that no longer is fulfilling for you. Or serving you on a soul level. And many of you are needing to realize that your level of strength and resilience is unmatched. And you're able to endure the toughest situations to come out on top, right? So this is describing a lot of the past energy for a lot of you Libras that I'm speaking to right now. You have been a warrior and whatever your pursuit is right now on your journey. So whatever you are currently facing has something for you to learn and grow from at this given time. You're also being asked to let go of something in particular or going about something in particular in a solo effort. Some of you guys are going to be needing to spend, uh, some of you guys are going to need to retreat so that you can do a little introspection. And from that is where you're going to know what is currently needed to be purged. Which leads us to our third card. And this is going to be the self-mastering card. It is in the reverse. So with this being in the reverse tells me that many of you may be caught up in some type of self-limited beliefs. And that's kind of the energy that I got from the Spirit of Bear card in a sense too. So... These self-limiting beliefs are blocking an acceleration period of growth that's trying to come in right now. All of the different paths you have chosen thus far have led you to the same place, which is to you, your core, your divine self. Self-mastery is an infinite journey and it will leave you to discover more and more about your own brilliance. All you have to do at this given time is be that and nothing more. 
that's the energy that I'm getting from the self-mastery card. It's like whatever these the self-limitations that we have built for ourselves, that is needing to be broken down or ridded or purged at this given moment so that you can start getting back to the core of who you are so that you can continue self-mastering your uh your who you uh, who you are on a soul level so that you can keep growing and reaching peaks after peak after peak after peak because this journey never ends there's always something new to learn about yourself to incorporate in the new you that is going to take place in the next walk in your journey that's the energy i'm getting from that self-mastery card which leads us to the next card of divine masculinity which is in the reverse so there is a growing need for many of you to bring symmetry to your world, which is ultimately speaking to equilibrium between the masculine energies of yourself as well as the feminine energies of yourself. So the masculine energies are usually things that we do through rationality, uh, things that we do um, that requires power and strength and authority and passion. Those are our masculine qualities. Our feminine qualities are our nurturing qualities, tapping into a sense of intuition to apply to our situation to get a better understanding of what is, what was, and what will be. This card is reminding you to rebalance your mind, your body, and your soul so that you can have a strong and clear foundation. Having this card in the, in the reverse lets you know that you are needing to release anything or anyone who is not of, of, who is not of kindred spirit so that this rebalancing of opposites can take place. And when I say opposites, I'm speaking of the balancing of your masculine qualities as well as your feminine qualities. Something or someone may be in the midst of all of this and it's blocking that rebalancing act to take place. And that's what you're needing to purge at this given time. And if all, once all of this takes place, once you rebalance and find and get back to the self-mastery tools of who you are and applying the strength and authority that you innately have, it's going to bring you to our final card, which is the throat chakra card. It is in the reverse with letting me know that uh, until you master this uh, master self and rebalance the masculine and feminine within that throat chakra card will not go upright until then so right now it's reversed so that lets me know that it's time for many of you to acknowledge the power of your voice and the impact that you have on others as well as your own vibration once this rebalancing act take place you'll be able to speak your truths which will then be rooted in love Okay, so that's what I'm getting from this from the overall energy here. You guys are just needing to rebalance the opposite energies that are within the light and the dark that it's within, because in order to bring in the newness that is trying to come in, this is going to be a requirement. And once you do this, you will then be able to step beyond the current limitations that you are experiencing and consciously create even more and add more to the wholeness of who you are on a core level.
And many of you are aware of this. But that is what the energy of this full moon is going to bring about. This full moon cycle that's going to happen from today on until next month. That is what you're going to create. Once you get to the point where you're able to balance the opposite energies that are within. And purging anything that is not of kindred nature to you. Alrighty, Libra. So I hope you enjoyed and I look forward to hearing comments. Uh, and uh, uh, if you like, please let me know. Like the video. Share it. If you are not already subscribed to Feminine Empress Tarot, please do. And uh, I appreciate you guys' support. And we are going to move on to the next sign, which I believe is Scorpio. Alright, y'all. What's up, Scorpios? So, Scorpio, same thing is going to happen here for you guys. I pulled the first four cards off the top of the deck after shuffling. And we will start off with the card at the bottom of the deck for the overall energy. And the card we have at the bottom of the deck is Compassion. So, what I'm getting from this card is that there are many of you who are holding on to outdated and unnecessary judgments about yourself and others. That's pretty much the overall meaning of this card. <clears throat> and some of these judgments that you guys are having are not nurturing your soul. So, whenever you get the card of compassion, it's always a reminder about feeding yourself nourishing words, nourishing thoughts, nourishing deeds. And intentions. And it's, it's it's so hard to get lost within the matrix of our environments, which causes us to want to um, respond in ways that are not of higher intention or good deeds. Uh, and I get that part. Um, we're human and we do make mistakes. But what this card is calling you to do is to stand within knowing that you are protected. There's no need for you to respond in any other way besides out of love. And that's so hard for us to do as um, humans on earth when we deal with the negativity of the world around us. And it always brings me back to the quote of, um, you can't control other people's behaviors. You can't control the things people do, say, and feel. But what you can control is yourself and how you respond at what they do and say and make you feel like. You see what I'm saying? So to me, that's what this card is calling on you guys to do. So pay attention to your thoughts because whatever you are giving your energy to, um, you're creating that in your current reality space. Um, there seems to be some lingering trauma, perhaps, from the past that could be clouding judgment for some of you guys, and that is what may be needing to be released during this full moon cycle. So, let's keep moving on. So, card number one. Remember, card number one is, uh, I asked the cards, how can Scorpio seek out the greatest version of themselves? And you guys got expect a miracle. So... Many of you are needing to have faith that your prayers are being heard and being answered at this time. Um, I get a feeling that many of you are encompassed in a, 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 a feeling of fear and are needing to transform that into the ideology of faith. 
Um, again, that takes us back to what I just said. It's all about being mindful of your own thoughts. You know, some of you guys may be seeing 1111 or 111 or the number 11 um, throughout your daily walk. And it's just a reminder, whether those thoughts are good or bad, that whatever you're giving your energy to is creating the, the universe around you. So there's a need for you guys to release the worry that you are experiencing at this time. That's the energy that I'm getting from the number one. Once you release that that worry, then you'll be able to tap into the greatest version of yourself. Okay. So number two, we ask the cards, what is Scorp what in Scorpio life uh, that could be potentially blocking the intentions of the best version of themselves? And <clears throat> um We got the start delegating card and it is in the reverse. So Scorpios, there's a lot of you guys who are taking on too much at this time and there's a need for you to leave some of those duties perhaps to the universe or to others who can be of help in your situation. Um, a lot of you guys are needing some alone time to gain a better perspective. See, the only way to do that, though, is to go inward for introspection. And from there, you'll be able to, to gain a clearer and more focused mind and foundation to grow from. Okay? So that's the energy I'm getting from this star delegating card in which that, uh, we got into, uh, that we got into reverse. And the moment that you take, uh, take heed to this, then you will naturally unblock some of the intentions that's in the way of you getting to this place of compassion and love where you're not all in your head worrying about what's not happening at this given moment or perhaps something that is uh, not happening within fairness. And the reason why I say that is because of the card that follows, which is the fairness card. It is in the reverse. And this card, I ask the questions of what energies and behaviors needed to be uh, purged during this full moon cycle. And again, I said, uh, we got the fairness card in the reverse. So a lot of you guys may be involved in a situation where things are not happening in a fair and just man manner. Um, these duties will not end harmoniously and in fairness until you surrender your attachment to the specific outcome. And instead... Direct your energies towards the resolution that is in the favor of the greater good of all parties involved in the situation. And again, this is hard to do, especially when you're in situations where you've been unjust or where things have been unjust in uh, for you. Where, I mean, they bring on this feelings of anger and rage and, um, and, and, and sometimes hastiness, but it's only because we're not controlling ourselves in the situation. So where your strength is going to come in this situation is tapping into your own power, knowing your own world and knowing that you cannot change the things around you. Only thing that you could do is take control of you and change you and how you go about in the, how you go about things in this situation. So to win in this situation, to come up, to come um, off top after the, th during this full moon cycle, you're going to have to uh, forgive energetically those who harm you and you're going to have to push forward or lean closer to the side of fairness to where even if it hurts all parties in this situation deserve a fair chance in justice 
And that's the, where you're going to have to lean. You can't, there's a, there, for some of you guys, there's this feeling of like one upping another party in the situation because you feel like you were let down maybe in a sense and there's a need for you to not block your blessings by having that negative intent because that's the ideology that comes from the compassion card in the reverse is it's your you are getting in your own way at this point and if you want to move forward and be the best version of yourself, you're going to have to forgive those around you and embody greatness for yourself so that you can unblock the blessings that are trying to come in right now for your full moon cycle, Scorpio. Um, that takes us to the number four card. So I asked the number four card, what possible pathways will unfold once Scorpio opens up the energy flow between themselves and their own vision? And we got the endings and beginnings card. It's funny because my random reading this week was had to, started off with this card as well. And it was all about purification. So my Scorpios, you are needing to allow the old to be released so that the new can come in. Some of you are fearing this change to be some sort of loss. Whatever that is, you need to let that go. Because it is what's causing this worry and anxiety that's playing out in you not being the compassionate and loving person that you are on an innate level. And instead, that feeling, that area, that sacred space of yours is becoming hardened to the outside world. And the universe, the universe wants you to let that go because you can't control others. Again, you can only control yourself. That is how my Scorpios are going to win in this full moon cycle. What appears to be a loss is really the beginning of a happy phase. So please, Scorpios, by all means... Let the past situation or circumstance go. Abundance is waiting for you. Alrighty. So thank you, Scorpios. And we're going to move on to our Sagittarius. Thank you. What's up, Sagittarius? So for you guys, I am using the Zen deck. And I've shuffled the cards, pulling the first four cards off of the top. And we'll start off with the card at the bottom of the deck. So the card we have at the bottom of the deck is moment to moment. So it's a picture of um, a shaman, for lack of a better word, who's walking on rocks. So he's like hopping on rock to rock in the midst of all of these clouds. But he's in, in a delighted state of mind. Like he knows the essence of being in the moment. And this card is the moment to moment card in the upright. So there's a need for my Sagittarius to embrace what's happening. The ups and downs of this journey we call life. Right? So um, yeah, that's pretty much the energy from that card. Just, uh, just being in the moment and allowing those lessons that come about as a result of our journey the journey walk that we choose to teach us things so that we approach the next step in our journey in a in a from a better perspective to get a more efficient result that's what i'm getting from moment to moment which takes us to the first card and the first card is all about me what i did was ask the cards how will sagittarius get to the point of tapping into their highest version of themselves and we got the beyond illusions card it's in the reverse so that lets me know that many of you guys 
are a little bit caught up in the conditionings of our environments, the exposure and perhaps for some the toxicity of the people, places, and things that we have around us. And because we are within that energy source, we can't seem to see outside of that. Our perspective of whatever it is that we're in pursuit of is slightly tainted at this given moment. And the only way to see on the other side of the illusions that we've allowed into our mental space is self-identity, knowing and having your own personal belief systems, strong beliefs, foundations, so that even though the energies of those are around us that can be slightly different from ours, we can still see the life in which we're all living from our own point of view. So there's a need for you to release the illusion that you've allowed to exist within your reality. You see what I'm saying? Um, because illusions don't exist. Reality exists. And the only uh, magician in your reality is you unless you give someone else control of how you think. So there's a need for my Sagittarius to figure out are my ideas are my thoughts at this given time my actual thoughts or are they being influenced by the energies I've allowed in my personal space? That's the energy that I'm getting from the Beyond Illusion card. Now, number two is the card of we ask, I'm sorry, of asking what could be potentially blocking Sagittarius from reaching the highest version of themselves. And we got the schizophrenia card um, upright. So the schizophrenia tells the schizophrenia card tells me that you guys have one foot in each in, in two different worlds. Uh, one foot in the world of knowing that so there's a sense of like once one foot is in an area where you're satisfied, it's content, but you're not fulfilled. And then you have your other foot in another world where it's risk involved and you're scared to know or to see what the potential outcome of being in this alternate world could bring you. So instead, you're split. You have a dual mind. And see, the problem with sometimes having a dual, because I love dualistic points of views, but sometimes when we are caught up in a split personality, which is what schizophrenia is, that is the dual mind that I'm speaking of right now. And if we don't have control in our own thinking process, then um, th th things that get destroyed is our uh our center space of identity um um we lose the in, the in, the integrate part of who we are when we are allowing outside energy sources to influence the way that we are thinking and sometimes we do this to satisfy the people around us instead of making ourselves happy first and that's and the thing is as humans, we tend to do that. And so cards like this, like the schizophrenia card, comes to remind us to make sure that your thoughts are actually your thoughts and that you are uh, uh, choosing to remain centered so that you can get the best perspective in whatever pursuit that you have going on at this given time. Okay? It's like this, this divide in mind of two thoughts that are totally in contradiction to one another. 
And my Sagittariuses are needing to choose a path. That's what I'm getting from this this schizophrenia card. That this get this having two uh, one foot in each world is what's potentially blocking you from being your highest self. And remember, our highest self is seeing beyond the illusion of what we've allowed our environment to create for us. Okay, so that takes us to our number three card. And I asked number three, what behaviors do we need to purge in or in this particular moon cycle to get back to the best version of ourselves? And we got the travel card. So what I'm getting off the back, I mean, for many of you guys, you guys are just being urged to move forward um, in some, into something new. Maybe it's uh, maybe you need new friends. Maybe it's time for you to change locations, move to another state, another country. You know, the universe may be pushing you to do that. And, you know, don't uh, take things that resonate only, okay? Only take the things that resonate. So if you know that you've been thinking about going to another state, then this is confirmation that, hey, it's time. Maybe there's something there for you. If you're knowing that these particular group of friends are, are causing you anxiety and worry, then this is a confirmation for you to let those friends go because they don't vibrate on the same level that you're doing. They're potentially blocking the blessings that are needing to come come through and you're being urged to purge those people from your experience in this physical realm at this given time that's the energy that i'm getting from this from this travel card um let's see yeah there's just a need for you guys to be uh, a little bit open to the idea of new experiences at this given time because what has been tried and tested has not opened up the doors that you are potentially knocking at right now. So instead of being split and serving to uh, or choosing to please others, there's a need for you to put yourself first and believe in yourself. And once you purge these people, places, and things that are no longer serving you, you will be able to see exactly what that is for you and the reason i say that is because of the number four car and the number four car is what i asked about um what will be the outcome if everything unfolds towards you know your divine self your highest self and we got the adventure card now the adventure card is in the reverse which lets me know that you there's some there's some shadow work that needs to be done like a lot of you guys are going to need to go in because there's a whole there's a whole adventure on the other on the other side of fear that's waiting for you but you have to somehow find faith in who you are and your talents and your beliefs and what it is that you can offer in this world at this given time there's a need for you to find some introspection or go within be the hermit so that you can regain the knowledge and a better perspective be going to hangman uh, a hangman mode so that you can come out with a more solid perspective and be able to receive the abundance that's trying to come in right now but that's on the other side of fear and and once you do that then the then the adventure that a lot of my Sagittarius are looking for at this given time it's going to come in because what you're seeking is seeking you as well that's the energy I'm getting from this deck from my Sagittarius is for this full moon cycle so I hope you guys enjoy and we are now going to move on to my Capricorns What's up, Capricorn? I have shuffled the cards for you guys. I use the mermaid deck, and I am pulling the first four cards off of the top. 
and then we'll start with the card at the bottom of the deck which will be the overall energy now the card that we have in the deck is homeland and the homeland card is the number 44 card and 44 for me is all about structure and stability and ability so there's this mermaid and she has her shells um, as her as a part of her garment the shells are the wisdom that one has gained throughout their journey experience now she is being led by a frog so she is not in control of herself she's not swimming freely at free will at this at this given time instead she's moving slowly towards where her soul is truly ultimately trying to go um, a lot of this slow motion is due to the fact that she may be or he may be fearful of what this uh, of what going back to the homeland, the principal area of source within our soul, who we are on a soul level, because there's fear in that department. We don't know the risk that are involved with going on that side. We've gotten so caught up through the chaos and the waves of the tides that come into our lives on a physical experience to where we have found uh, contentment in an, an area that really doesn't resonate with the soul. And even though the soul knows that it wants to go home, right now, whoever I'm speaking to, they're taking their time of getting to that partic that particular destination. Um, there's a th there's a need for you guys to tap into the wisdom that you've already gained throughout this experience, though, so that that uh, that process of proceeding to the next level or where you truly and ultimately belong can help can happen. But this has to be done through expression in healthy ways. Um, whatever that may be for you, whatever home may be for you. Um, Again, this is this isn't necessarily tangible. This could be on a soul level, you know what I mean? Like being around like-minded individuals are true and ultimate soul tribe, you know? A lot of us may be scared of the risk of being around those type of individuals because maybe they go against the lifestyle in which we've become accustomed to that really isn't ultimately us uh, uh, serving us or fulfilling us on a soul level, but we find contentment there. That's the energy that I'm getting from the homeland card. Which takes us to the number one card. Now, number one card, I ask, what in Sagittarius, what, what in Sagittarius's life will help them? I can love you. And in doing so, or reaching the, who they are on a soul level. And in doing so, we got the farewell to the moon card. So, the moon, the moon is. For me, all about the secrets, the lies, the slander, the bipartisan of bullshit that we encounter in life that lingers in our brain. For a lot of you guys, this is what's needing to dissipate because the sun is trying to shine at this given moment to highlight truths about certain things that are happening within your, uh, in your energetic space. And once the sun shines and you accept the truth that it brings, this will allow you to walk into a more happier phase of what you're truly wanting. And a lot of that is written in where the homeland is for you on a soul level. That is what I'm getting from the 
uh, farewell to the moon card. See, like the moon, you shine and you dim. You grow and you shrink. All these things are taught by simply observation of walking, running, dwelling within our whatever we choose to pursue in or on our pursuits in life. And there's a need to accept the dark with the light and finding a balance within the two because ultimately that's how we heal ourselves and our our experiences in this lifetime. So this is what's going to help my Sagittarius is, uh, I'm sorry, I keep saying Sagittarius is, and I'm so sorry, guys, this is a Capricorn reading, but this is what's going to help my Capricorns uh, get to a solid place on to whom they, to who they are on a soul level. Um, this is the number 17 card. One and seven is eight. Eight is all about power, powering up, stepping up to the plate. Otherwise, if we don't step up to the plate and make the changes that are necessary, then all we are doing is repeating karmatic cycles creating more of a pattern of the karma that we've already experienced at some point in our lifetime. And instead of learning the lessons that the wisdom has come to give us, we instead allow ourselves to go through the cycle process again. And this is what's needing to be purged at this given time so that you can be at your highest potential during this full moon cycle. Which leads us to our second card, which which I ask, what could be potentially blocking you reaching your highest self? And we got the return of the Aphrodite, but it is in the reverse. So, many of you guys have this unrealistic desire to be the only object of love or attraction in someone else's world. If this is not my Capricorn, this is someone within the energetic space of the Capricorns in which I'm speaking to right now. There's this sense of like jealousy from a party within the mix and an inability to share um, to the point where feeling that to do so is to lose a sense of respect and authority. So again, this is either my Capricorn or someone within their energetic space. And yeah, whomever I'm getting this in the feeling, the energy that I'm feeling right now, these people are attempting to tell you who to love, what to love, when to love, how to be in relationships and so on. And a lot of you guys are are trading conformity for freedom to choose. Like someone around you guys are are putting you in these positions where it's like you're choosing to like play along within these relationships and quote unquote marriages and partnerships when ultimately in your mind, you're not even categorizing it like that, even though you are playing the part. Now, I don't know if I'm speaking to my Capricorns or someone around them. You have to apply this to your own situation. Um... Ultimately, though, all of this is creating a sense of distrust. And there needs to be a change of perspective at this given time, because this is ultimately blocking blessings that are trying to come in for my Capricorns. This pressure needs to be released. Yeah. 
that's the energy I'm getting from the return of the Aphrodite um, in the re in the reverse. But that takes us to our number three card, which I ask what needs to be what behaviors need to be purged at this given time so that we can get uh, during this full moon cycle so that we can get to our higher self or our ultimate infinite self. And we got the crane bag card. So ultimately, you guys are needing to clean that skeleton closet. Simple. Now, this could be you or the people around you, but we all got skeletons in our closet. And this card just t tells me that there is some things that you are holding on to. These could be belief systems. This could be people. This could be places. This could be tangible things. This could be intangible things. These are some type of resources that you're holding on to that are no longer serving you or are in alignment with who you are today. And those things are needing to be released. On the flip side, there's some of you guys that are are at a point where you your the universe is putting is allowing you to graduate to a new stage in your journey, and you're and you're wanting to take some of this old beliefs and resources with you. And there's a need to change your perspective and allowing newness to come in because the universe is trying to gift you with some newness that align and match with the vibration in which you are in this given time on a soul level now the only way to get there though is to release the ego that may be blocking you to get to that point and that's what's being urged right now for you to release that's the idea that i'm getting from the crane bag car it's all about decluttering making choices that ultimately fulfill you Releasing anything that is disempowering you and only allowing the things that empower your growth and your strength and your ability and your stability and your structure. Everything has beauty and purpose, but some of these things may no longer be on, us, on the same energetic alignment that we currently are now. Let's allow this newness to come in at this time because this is what truly represents us. Whatever that does not represent you in today, in the now, there's a need to release. If the traditional values of you and the partnership that you are partaking to do not match, release. There's no, you can't change the way other people operate. You can't control the, uh, the, the situation for your own for your own game because ultimately that's going to lead to total disappointment for whomever is trying to control others and the way that they go about things. So there's a need to release that control in the situation. You can only control yourself. I, I feel like that's the ongoing theme of this full moon. Releasing and purging things that no longer serve us. And a lot of these things are deal with our thoughts and how we process our own realities. That's the energy I'm getting from the crane bag, which takes us to our final card, which is the time and tide card, which kind of just brings all of this back together. It is in the reverse. So that lets me know that a lot of you guys are not interacting with the natural world around you. Um, in a way that reinforces a sense of uh, sanctity. And what you, what's happening is a lot of leftover religious beliefs, a lot of leftover foundational beliefs and superstitious remnants that 
cause you to disengage for fear of doing something wrong, perhaps. That needs to be released right now because ultimately this is a big mistake. This will not help the growth process that's trying to come in at this given time. There's a need for you to take the time out and in, in, in introspect in introspection for a more well thought out connection with the people, places, and things in your life. There needs to be an even breed of give and take within these relationships and these partnerships, not just embodying what you think will help others at your detriment and vice versa. We must do what's right for all parties involved in this situation. And the only way for that to happen is if you or the partner or the other parties in this situation uh, choose to release the control of what is being pursued at this given time. That is the energy that I'm getting for Capricorns during this full moon cycle. And I do apologize for calling you guys a Sagittarius. I did do the Sagittarius reading right before the Capricorn. So I guess Sag is like stuck in my head. And maybe it's the us, the, you know, Sagittarius. I don't know. I don't know why it's stuck in my head, but I am so reading for my Capricorns. I was actually excited to do this reading for my Capricorns. So know that I actually put my all into trying to download because I know a lot of Capricorns who are wanting readings right now who would be able to benefit from this full moon energy that's being purged at this given time. So I appreciate you guys. And of course, I'll have some random readings. Matter of fact, if you go over to Feminine Empress Tarot on Instagram, I posted a random reading today. So I love you guys. And we are going to move on to our Aquarius. What's up, Aquarius? I do apologize for the wait. And I have decided to use the Zen Tarot deck for you guys. I have shuffled the cards. We're going to pull the first 11, I'm sorry, the first four cards off of the top. And we will start off with the card at the bottom of the deck for the overall energy. So for you guys, we have the participation card. It is one of the fire cards, which is one of the wand cards. So it's like almost having the four of wands. But the participation cards on a Zen level is all about knowing that uh, all of the parts of an entity are important than each part individually okay so this card is about all about giving and receiving from all parties involved and either you or the people around you have an opportunity to participate with one another to make your contributions to something even greater and more beautiful than each of you could have managed doing alone that's pretty much the energy of the participation cards. There's something that's trying to be created in this given time in which everybody involved has something valuable to add to the totality of the creative, uh, in, uh, creative project trying to be brought into fruition at this given time. Which takes us to our first card. And we ask the first card, what needs to happen for Aquarius to be the highest version of themselves. And we got the trust card. 
So there's a need for you or the parties involved. But because I asked the cards about Aquarius, I'm going to say it to you. There's a need for you to understand that um, there is a feeling of liberation that comes from taking a leap into things. And there's a thrill that comes from the free fall in trusting the opportunity that's at hand. Um, a lot of you guys are needing to trust what's happening at this given time. Um, I feel that many of you guys are afraid of what could potentially be taken away, of the loss in something. Uh, but th there's there's a need for you to understand that you cannot lose your real treasures, right? And whatever it is that you're doing. And if I use this trust card and associate it with the participation card, there's a need for you to understand that what you are trying to create now can come into fruition as long as you continue to believe in what it is that you have to offer and trusting that others have something of tremendous value to add to the to totality of the situation as well. That's the energy that I'm getting from the trust card. So in order for Aquarius to be the highest version of this, their selves, there's a need for you guys to trust the overall, uh, the, the overall process that things are happening to go through at this given time. Now, the reason why I believe that that's what the trust card is all about for you guys is because of the card that follows next. So now number two, we ask what could potentially be blocking Aquarius from being in uh being their highest self at this given time and we have the master card it is in the reverse so the master card is all about knowing that mastery is not about mastering others but instead it's about being a master of himself and the overall energy I'm getting from this MasterCard being in the reverse is a sense of controlling. Someone, if it's not you, Aquarius, someone within this group participation activity is wanting to control the way in which things are going to unfold. And unfortunately, when creating greatness, being controlling in a situation can be more pointed towards the demise of that creation versus the liberation of that creation. So there's a need for a lot of you guys to lose the feeling of wanting to control the way things are going and to be more aware of oneself and mastering themselves because in doing so, then others can can learn and 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 take that same valuable lesson and apply it to themselves. Okay? Yeah, that's the energy that I'm getting from the MasterCard. There's a need for my Aquarius to understand that our minds are, is, are, is our servant. So when we're carefully giving it the proper instruction 
then whatever it is that we are wanting to bring into fruition will be. But the only thing that we can control in this situation is ourselves. When we try to go beyond and control others and the things around us, then things fail. Things don't actually turn out the way that we initially envisioned. So there's a need for my Aquariuses here to be the master of their own destiny without needing or feeling the need to control everyone else that's involved within this idea that's trying to be brought into fruition. Which takes us to our third card. And the third card was about what is what behaviors or old belief patterns that may be getting in the way that are needing to be purged during this full moon cycle and we got the friendliness card it's in the reverse so that lets me the, lets me know that if this is not you Aquarius this can be the people around you but there's this need to lose the desire in changing others into something outside of themselves. There's a need for my Aquarius is to allow people and things around them to be as it is. Again, this takes us back to the idea of being the master in ourselves and not feeling the need to control others around you. With the friendliness card being in the reverse, someone involved here is is finding interest and comfort in the dramas and choosing to engage in it. But the what's needing to be purged is that feeling. There's a need for who whomever is resonating with this story to be of friendliness or having a friendly approach to the situation that's in hand. There's a need for you guys to go about this experience unconditionally without expectations or demands on the people and places around you. For that is how we will get to the end goal of whatever we're trying to be, to bring into fruition at this given time. Relationships is always about relatingness or relatedness between alternative parties or multiple parties in a situation. So in doing so, we have to understand all parts of the totality and understanding it's important in the participation of the grand reality that we're trying to bring into fruition. So that's what I'm getting from the friendliness card. You guys are needing to release this idea of control that's causing you to have this maybe aggressive approach to the all parties involved, which is kind of going against what it is that you're wanting to bring into fruition. And the reason why I keep saying that is because of the final card, which is the creativity card. It's in the reverse as well. So with the final card, we ask if all things go as planned and unfold as we have mentioned now, what would be the out the bottom out the the bottom line or the outcome for my Aquariuses? And we have the creativity card in the reverse. 
And the creativity card is the quality that bring that you bring to the activity that you're doing. But with it being in the reverse, there's a sense of a loss of interest in this project that needs your participation. Someone, at least, within this project is losing their motivation factor and bringing this idea to life. If you have something growing out of it within you, if it, is, if it gives you growth, then it is truly spiritual it is idealistically creative and it, it, it is divine in nature. But the main goal in that statement is if it's truly giving you growth. So with this being in the reverse and knowing that someone in the situation is trying to control the outcome of the situation... Perhaps my Aquariuses aren't feeling that this is actually helping them grow in some manner. But I think that just needs to be a change in perspective. Because once we change our perspective and realizing that all parts of the total or grand scheme of things are just as important as yours, as your idea then whatever it is that we're trying to bring into fruition can happen. But not if everyone's trying to control the, the bottom line or the outcome of the situation. So there's a need to allow things to be. And when we do that, then healing can take place, allowing for a successful outcome to come about for all parties that are involved within this project. All right, so that's the idea that I'm I'm getting from all three of these cards. Once once you guys see beyond the illusion that you guys are creating, then the adventure can happen. But there's a need for you to let go of the control and the bottom line outcome and the situation. All right, Aquarius, I hope this was a, was helpful. And um, yeah, leave a comment, share, like if it does resonate with you. Thank you. And I will be back soon with more readings. Okay, so now we're going to go on to my Pisces. What's up, Pisces? So I decided to use the Natal's Heart Oracles for you guys. I've already shuffled the cards. We're going to pull the first four cards off of the top, and we'll start off with the card at the bottom of the deck, which will represent the overall energy of the reading. For you guys, we have the, th the 39 card, which is the Solar Plexus Chakra. So this card brings you the empowering energy of the Solar Plexus Chakra. 
your soul has called forth this mandala as you have allowed yourself to step outside of your power and your joy, thus depleting your energy levels and undermining your self-worth. So there's a need to release any feelings of confusion or remorse by simply allowing them to fall away on its own. Um, the universe is urging you guys to take this opportunity to remember your own brilliance and what you have to offer to things. There's a need for you guys to step back within your power and take up the reins of life again with joy at your side. Your power is not a force outside of yourself. It is the force that's, that lives within you. It is the core aspect of your very being. So overall, this is the energy to where the story is going to, 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 to grow or, or where it's headed. There's many of you guys who have taken on the energies of those around you, thus undermining the potential or the brilliance that you have to offer to the grand scheme of something. That's within your energy space. So that's the energy that I'm getting from the overall energy card. So the next card was the number one card, which we asked, how does Pisces uh, get in alignment with their, who they are or who they're, who they are on a higher soul level? We got the will of creation card. We did get it in the reverse, but that's okay. Um, the will of creation offers guidance for new beginnings that are on the horizon. So there's this big push of change that's uh, gaining momentum at this time. And that if you haven't felt, you will be feeling very soon. And if you choose to embrace the changes and move forward in love, then this push that you're feeling or that you will be feeling will bring along some great blessings. That's really what the Will of Creation card is all about. Um, this Usually when you get this card, it's a reminder that we are born again each day with new values, new purpose, new meaning of life. And there's a sense that, um, and I, the only reason why I believe this card is in the reverse, is there's a need for whomever I'm speaking to to remain true to who you are. Again, I do get this feeling that someone else is trying to undermine what you have to bring to the table. And there's a need for you to realize that whatever you can see, Whatever you can imagine can happen. You can, if, you can, if you can see it, it can be achieved. And number one is all about realizing that your thoughts are creating your reality. And that's what the Will of Creation card is. It's the number one card. So right now, the only thing that you're needing to do at this given time is to remain true to who you are. And in doing so, you can bring about this colorful future. A beauty that you have within your imagination that is trying to become your reality at this given time. So that's the energy that I'm getting from the Willow Creation card, which brings us to our number two card. And we got the uh, Goddess Butterfly. And overall, this card is about the language of love. And the language of love is not something that is heard by the ear, but instead it's something that we feel at a heart level. And there's a need for you guys to allow a transition that's trying to come about at this given time. 
But in order to do that, we have to get back or tap back into the idea of what love is. And a lot of the times we we imagine love to be an outside source like, you know, love for a soulmate, love for a twin flame or any or something of that level. But there's a need. Um, the energy that I'm getting from this card is that there's a need for self-love. There's a need to put yourself first. There's a need for you to understand the 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 brilliance and the potential that you bring to a lot of the things that you are involving yourself in right now. And there's a need for you to nurture what it is that you have to offer and share those gifts with the world around you. As a goddess or god of love, this butterfly represents the love with it that's within your physical life. And you are being are you have been seeking love. And if you have been seeking love, there's a need for you to stop seeking anymore, at least outside of yourself. Because everything that you are needing in this given moment can be found within. And there's a need for you to open up your heart and take the hands of love and dive into the depths of what it of what it is that you have to offer. That's the energy I'm getting from the Goddess Butterfly card. Which takes us to our third card of what is needing to be purged or old belief systems as needing to be purged so that you can get back in tune with your higher self. And that is the release of anybody or anything that you do not see as loyal friendships or uh, tribal soul members. That's my that's my line. Tribal soul members. They aren't a part of the village in which you created that brings you contentment and peace. Most important word there was peace. So when you get this car, you are being guided to heed a call from your heart to connect with your soul family and be active within your community, allowing your gifts to be shared and to be seen and to be felt. But again, we have to get back to this to this potential of self-love and knowing that what we have on the inside, the world is needing outside of us. And that what and that if we fixate and if we focus on what it is that we have to offer and remaining true to ourselves, then we can fulfill that in this lifetime. Having this card also indicates that you have real world support from people who wish to be there for you. And there's a need for you to open and expand your heart and allowing yourself to receive these gifts that are trying to come in at this given time. Okay. So that's the feeling or the energy that I'm getting from the the uh, Lakota tribe card, which brings us to the final the final card of the Earth Star Chakra. So the Earth Star Chakra is the key to accessing your past life, understanding your current life, and drawing upon the wisdom that was gained and building your future self. Okay, so that's the energy of the Earth Star card. So aligning this chakra is aligning your inherent infinite self and that of the collective consciousness to bring a feeling of wholeness to who you are. There's a need of of requiring those around us to respect the essence of what we have to bring potentially to a situation 
When you get this Earth Star Chakra card, it's also guiding you to clear your energy fields on all levels and usually indicates that you have taken on the energies of another instead of embracing and diving in to what it is that you have to offer. And you'll be able to tap into that source once you begin to put yourself first. And that's the energy that the Earth Star Chakra card brings along. So uh, if whatever this will of creation that you're trying to bring into fruition, whatever that is, once you self-check, stay true to yourself, embody the idea of self-love, and allow only people who nurture, who feed and help you grow. Once you embody and master those things, then you'll be able to stand in your own truths, clearing anything that is not in alignment with that so that you can bring these ideas that the will of creation have for you into fruition in this lifetime. That's the energy that I'm getting for my Pisces. And I hope I said Pisces and not Aquarius because I did do Aquarius right before you guys. So if I did, I do apologize. This is for my beautiful Pisces. And, um, yeah, comment, like, share. If it resonates, let me know. And we are going to move on to the Leos. Now, I should have I did Leos um, towards the beginning of this full moon reading, but I somehow overlooked them. So we're going to do Leos next. And uh, stay tuned.